St. George at 100.3 FM. This is KDXI St. George, Radio St. George at 100.3 FM. Creator of Energy Healing by Design, Nicole Ashton, a world-renowned healer and luminary whose life-after-death experience has allowed her the gift of empowering people around the globe to heal and grow into their true authentic space. Nicole, with her natural connection to Source, which has remained open since her return, will help you and your family find the frequency of gratitude and patient love that will assist you in awakening your soul's design. We now welcome you to Return to Consciousness with your host, Nicole. Hello, hello, all you beautiful people, and welcome back to Return to Consciousness, live with Nicole and April. We are super excited to be back here. Um, We have chosen the topic of choice. For me, it was really a motivational piece because um, being an observer of um, um, other people's stuff um, in the career that I've chosen um, or that I was chosen for, um, I realized that um, even for myself to kind of step into that, that being responsible for your choices, like your choices, um, your, anything that's created around you, your reality around you is a series of little choices that you have made. And, um, to really sit back and, and, um, observe your way of being like the little things that, that you, that decisions that you make and, you know, big to little choices. And so today is just going to be about observing and, and choices and um, um, really stepping within yourself to, um, to feel what that looks like. And I always use feel because we think our way into a lot of um, mischief. We think our way into a, like one little comment. Can you can use your um, beautiful imagination to create a story of sorrow or create a story of happiness? And again, it will all be by those choices. So it's just these little little um, um, steps that we get to take every day to to create the, the to create the reality that we live in. And and one of my sayings is create the life you love. You know, it's it's all it's it's up to you. <coughs> I'm emotional for some reason. So what's choices look like for you? <laughs> choices is a good word. I like choices. We always have them. Um, well, like this morning, it could be something simple. Like I had a choice to be the early bird that gets the worm, so to speak. And I'm going to tell you, the early bird does get the worm. So <laughs> I got so much done. Like it's crazy how if you just make a choice to get up, get out of bed, get your day started instead of. You know, I love choices. We always have a choice and there's always a solution. But I did like what you're talking about, about you were saying, um, like how you choose. I think you were saying how you choose to make a story of something kind of like you choose to think too much into something. Not you. I'm just saying hypothetically. Like we do it sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're all guilty of that, right? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Like we choose to make a story out of something that you don't need to choose to even elaborate on sometimes, you know? Yeah. So, sorry, I'm, I, I, I wasn't emotional. So I'm, I, I wasn't prior to this. So I'm, I'm just, um, I'm, um, assuming someone connected to me. So later on, if you would like to call in, um, you are more than welcome to. We do that at the second half, and you can call in at four three five eight seven nine forty one hundred. Um, so when I talk about series of choices, it's um, when I was looking into this. Um, I was really observing the clients and 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 um, kind of doing this study of how their choices are affecting their realities. And then when I started working with couples, it was really interesting because you always have this choice to observe. You always have this choice to react. And I found out like this reaction that people are really living in right now because of the extremes and the um, different energies that are moving in, that people are choosing to either react or not react. 
and, and that might and what is happening is if you're used to someone reacting then and they're not because they're really observing then all of a sudden there's something wrong with them in an argument and the story starts okay and this is like this choice that we get to go hey you know what do i choose to play in the chaotic um energy of the world right now or do i choose to be in the peaceful state the best i can because my peace doesn't look like your peace and my happiness doesn't look like that happiness you know and you know happiness is a choice too that's why i choose to live in joy because joy is automatic happiness seems to always have a choice of of an attachment or something my opinion my view but but that's how it seems so oh today is very spirit guided because we are on an amazing energetic happy high we haven't even been able to spend much time with each other and today we were able to so we're going to share all that funness with you um so choices um, for some of the listeners, I know I have had a lot of addiction, people with, with addiction reach out to me lately. Oh. And so that I, I know is you work a lot with that and me have, have also been a participant in that in my, in, in my journey of, of also, you know, that recovery piece never really goes away. You're always, you're always getting to work on yourself, your inner self. So those choices... Those choices are very little at a time. That's what I feel like. Like yeah. so that those the persons the the that suffering from addiction take it one when they say one day at a time, it's because those choices have got to start mentally making sense to you. And sometimes the, the chemical doesn't allow that because your brain's not not all the way present. So little choices. Well, when you're dealing with someone on drugs in general, it's not even that person. Right. Oh. That's not who, you know what I mean? It's not them. It's like if I was just hypothetically saying I'm drunk or I'm high right now, that's not really me. It's the drug. You know what I mean? But speaking of that, actually, yes. So my niece, she called me today and she's like, April, guess what? And so me, I'm like, what? Are you pregnant? She's like, no. I'm like, okay, what? She's like, I, and she's an addict and she's been clean for a while. She stayed with me for uh, like a month. And she has a little baby, and she just got married. But she's like, I got my first apartment today, and I got the keys, and it's in my name. And she was so excited, and I was so excited for her because she's doing good. And I was like, what is it that you're doing, you know? And she's like, honestly, I don't know because I'm so busy. Like, I work with the baby, you know, all this stuff. And then she, and you could tell she's so grateful. So her gratitude is really amazing. I'm like, you never want to go back to where you came from. She's like, I never want to go back to where I came from. So, yeah. so her, I thought of choices when I was driving earlier today, and I thought of her, and I was like, I'm so grateful she shares that with me. Yeah, and those are, and and I, what stood out to me is that she said that she didn't know how she got there, you know, and it is, I believe it's those little choices, those everyday little choices not to use, those daily choices to get up and go to work, those those little choices to smile at somebody and then feel the return, you know. Um, because that's just important. Giving and receiving are one of the same. And so those, those, um, just those little, little moments. Yeah. Those proud moments. Yeah. Oh, I love her. So think of a choice in your life that, you know, you, you could have been, you like, there's so many, I guess sometimes I'm like, wow, I made this choice and this repercussion happened either a good Mm -hmm. or, or a bad way. But like, was it on purpose? Like, I might mm-hmm. have thought it felt bad, and it didn't look, it didn't feel what I thought it should feel like. But was it on purpose to move me into another space? So, like, the listeners really, really look at your, observe your situation, and then when you're in that like puddle of mud, you think, ask like, what, what, how did I show up to get here? And then you get to you get to say, you know what, instead of this is happening, this is this why is this happening to me? It's like ask what are you supposed to learn? And it feels like you move out of those those um situations easier or faster, you know, cuz you keep we and it's it is the choice to say you're ready to receive, you're allowing to listen and to move forward. And then the biggest, I think, actually, my hardest is probably letting the letting go what didn't work, <laughs> you know, because I always want to fix everything and, and just letting it go and it just being that that way, and that again is a choice to say, you know, I love you, but I'm this is what I'm doing. Yeah. So we could control our response. Sometimes we can't always control the event, 
but mm-hmm. we could control how we respond to it. So I don't believe anything happens on accident. I believe everything happens on purpose. And we do have choices. Um, and then looking back to be like, wow, I chose that. You know, I mean, it's just better to own your choices than to blame them, you know, on other people. Like, yeah, I chose that, you know. Mm-hmm. But we, we have such great takeaways if we choose to step back and uh, observe ourselves and our own choices and yeah. step into whatever that looks like. I think my biggest awakening was obviously was my death, but it also had to do with when I died I um, when I, and I come back and I couldn't walk and I couldn't talk. And I did play the victim piece for a minute, even though I was in the white light. And I was, I always would say, well, you know what? That was one of the choices that I didn't make. It just happened because of the surgery and the, mm-hmm. and the, and the circumstances. And then later on about, about six years ago. So I died 11 years ago, but now it's about six years ago. I stopped and I said, you know what? You, Nicole, it's time for you to see how you showed up in that moment, why you died. Because if I'm teaching about stuff that I've experienced in the white light and the beauty of it, how did I get there to learn that lesson? People don't have to die to be able to activate their gifts, to to learn unconditional love. You're born unconditional. You're born love. It's already within you. And so now it's just remembering. And, and, I, and I, so I kind of had to go back and revisit all that stuff. And I said, Nicole, you chose... I didn't, cho- I didn't choose the cancer, but did I? I mean, the choices that I, that I made we're making, you know, maybe, maybe I did, maybe I wasn't, I wasn't taking care of myself and maybe I became depressed and, and all that stuff happened and I allowed it, you know, that's a theory and that's, that's, I bet I did have cancer, but then I'm like, but I did choose to drink when I got home and it was 11 years ago, but I chose that and I put myself in that place. So I, I it, it was like the, that victim mentality dissolved. Mm-hmm. Because I always thought, well, yeah, that happened to me. That wasn't my fault. Yeah, it was. You know, it was. As, as drastic and, and traumatic as it was for the family and for everybody, I had to realize that I did that. And then I got to sit with each one of my kids and that how it affected them. And it was my fault. Because I was pushing it away for so long saying, oh, well, you know, I died. I died. I didn't mean to. It wasn't like mm-hmm. I, I purposely did it. But, no, you know, I played my part in it. I played my part. And then I stopped thinking that it happened to me. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what was I supposed to learn in that? You know, I learned the white light. I learned my abilities. I learned the compassion and unconditional love. And I learned my, I know my purpose beyond anything in this, in, in this existence. I know what I'm here for, but there was those pieces of still like drawing in that, that victim piece. And that was when I made the choice to ask where, how did I show up? Not why did that happen to me? I'm like, well, how did I show up? Because I drew it. I must have attracted it somehow. And that really made like a consciousness shift for me. Huge one. So I guess that story um, was shared to just maybe invite to invite the listeners to to um, sit with where you're at and what and 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 how you showed up, you know, and I, I've used this with people that are in domestic violence and and things like that. And they, they kind of, it's, it doesn't, they don't feel it fits, you know, but then my advice is, how are you showing up in the situation now? Are you choosing yourself? You know, because that's really where women need empowerment. It's like, it's time to choose yourself and like, let the, and then choose to not know what the other parts doing, you know? So I guess it's taking your, choose to take your um, power back. Yeah, absolutely. That's like, I love, I love choices. And, and the truth is we all have a choice to live or walk around living like we're dead. And I remember, um, I remember a big choice I made and it, I mean, it it might not sound big, but it's, it's more an inside big. So when my oldest son passed away, I had a choice in that moment. Do I choose to believe it? And he, it was right before he was three years old. I could believe that, um, I could, choose to have faith and just believe that it was his time to go or I could pursue with the doctors and blame it on something they didn't do correctly and I chose to live on my faith and so that was like 24 years ago almost 25 and so that faith started so long ago but that's a big choice just an internal one like on choices but then there's bigger ones like 
we go through things in life, you know, and if we could learn that it's a choice, like every morning we wake up, we have choices. What do we want to do? I saw, I was telling your mom, I saw the Nutcracker was playing in Austin, Texas, and I have, I wanted to go. And then there was a flight sale for twenty four fifty. I mean, less than 25 bucks you could get there. And I was like, well, I'm going to go. Like, who did? I did yesterday. Because <laughs> I'm living, like, this is living, yeah. going and doing. And, like, you know, I can make up excuses and say, oh, I can't go. I can't do that. Why can't you? Because the biggest person that stops us from being us is us. So we we can't blame other people because we can't make a choice, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I stayed years and years in a domestic violence uh, marriage. A long time. And I'm so, so grateful because I learned so much because I choose to look at it like, you know, what did I take away from that? And and it, and it it's just good on every level. And most people would be like, that's not good on every level. And sure, in the moment, maybe not. But there was a lot of good that was taken away from it. So every event we have or choose to be in or whatever it is, we could sit back and decide how we're going to you know, process it or what story we're going to, I don't know, choose to see or make of it. And, and um, so I just got a text that, um, so thank you for, uh, so there's there's these choices, and I'm going to go into the, the addiction again. Um, okay. There's these choices of um, this, and and I don't, I'm not, I'm not, um, addressing this for a challenge. I'm curious. Okay. I'm curious. So I've heard the mental piece of the addiction that, that you know, you don't have a choice. But um, so, and I understand that. But what I'm asking for those people is the little choices not to pick up, not to pick up. Or mm-hmm. the, the, so that is a choice. And I know from being uh, in recovery for, I know that you can do it because I did. So, so it's like, how do we, because we both have great compassion for that, that the addiction and the recovery piece. Mm -hmm. Um, How can we bridge that for them saying that it is a choice? Because I feel like that doctors say that it's a mental, that mentally they don't have control anymore. And, and for some, for my experience, I'm speaking for mine is that, that I did do it and it, you know what? it still comes up. Yeah. But it's, but it's, it's, that just happens when, when you have like an addictive personality. Mm-hmm. I think being aware of it and saying, I, I have a choice route right now to, to go, to go drink or not. And I mm-hmm. choose not to, but I think, and, or it's when you, I feel like it's when you say you can't do this, you can't do that. And then sometimes I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, my piece of advice would be like, see, I can, but I don't, I choose not to. I don't, it's like, if it's mental, then, then, you know what, create a mental space that works for you so you don't pick up and play with it, you know? Yeah, it's a huge thing to have a huge support system too, but it is, any addiction is an addiction, whether it be food, whatever, is sex, you know, there's lots of addictions, and so it's replacing it with a good habit, and having a support system, working steps that work for you, um... You know, when you sit in yourself, you might just spiral down if you're on a bad thing and then just go use and then it just turns into something else. So um, I, I'm i grateful that I work with so many addicts and have them literally around me all the time because they're the most amazing people. And I think, in my opinion, a lot of times they run from their gifts mm-hmm. because they're truly gift gifted beyond comprehension. And so right when you're about ready to go use, it's like you're at that brink. You could you definitely you need to call someone or get get around someone who could help you. But you're at that brink of that breakthrough. You're about to go <laughs> really big and then you sabotage yourself. For, and, and, and for me being, I know that I shut my gifts off younger at the because I was, I was so sensitive and I know that when I drank that alcohol that I, that it would shut down, that I I wouldn't be so sensitive. And then, um, when I'd have these streams of consciousness come in, you know, now that I'm actively working in the stream of the the consciousness every day, I get, I, I can observe it, but being in the fire, you can't see outside the flame. And when I was drink, I would drink because I was just getting all this information and that I didn't understand. And if I shared with him, then I was crazy. And then I'm like, 
Well, I think I'm drinking and I'm crazy anyway, so I might as well drink and, <laughs> and be a different kind of crazy, you know? I like the consciousness crazy. So I would, I would, I would drink and I'd slow it down, but then obviously it killed me. And so, like, this is really passionate. We, we haven't shared really a lot about this prior. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because I wasn't comfortable yet, but I'm, I'm glad it's coming up today. So, but it was a series of choices. I got the opportunity to die and really get thrown into making a decision, these little decisions to either be in the bed forever, never leave my room, be, be, be that what everyone else, when everyone thought of me, or listen to the white light, stay in that stream of consciousness and hail my body. That was a choice. Mm-hmm. That was a choice because I could have been medicated, easily medicated and put in my bedroom because that's, you know, that's what, that's what happens. So when we're empowering people and no, we know, we know, um, April's works with, with, plenty, with many, many, many addiction. I've suffered it myself and I have to look it in the eye every day as well. And so when you're looking at this, this piece, we, we get you. And then for me, having been, I was born awake, I was born with these gifts and shutting them down was, that was the way I did it. So I see you, you know, if, if, if you need a place to reach out, you can always reach out to April and I, Facebook, April Betty, Nicole Ashton, my website's energyhealingbydesign.com. You can always just put a um, message on there. And then April's is handshealinghearts.com. And I mean, there's, there's assistance and we, we see you, we get, we get what you're going through and there's always AA and things like that. But, but, um, I do know that those spiritual, when you have that spiritual awakening and that spiritual connection, then sometimes you need something else, some yeah. th- that understand you as well. And so something more. Yeah. Yeah. And there's support out there. There is. And you're not crazy and you're not weird. I promise you. Well, I, I enjoy that word. Weird. <laughs> I'm like I, I'm like oh, you kind of attract that tribe, you know, because like I tried normal on for a little bit and I get bored. It wasn't very fun. <laughs> <laughs> you're so funny. Yeah, it's like when you're trying to, it's like trying to fit in that box and, and doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. And I saw a meme the other day that was really funny, but I shouldn't re- say it on there, so I'm gonna. <laughs> you're gonna leave us all hanging like that. <laughs> yes, I should. It probably is inappropriate. It though. Is. Yeah. Choices are good. Just look at them as, you know, there's always a choice we can make. Mm -hmm. Always. I love choices. I used to be really bad at choices, though. Like when someone would be like, pick which one you want to be like, oh, I don't know. Maybe that's why I like choices so much now. Because I'm like, I like that one or I want to do this or I want to do that. Mine is uh, what I learned, and I learned this from Simone right um, about five years ago. Mm-hmm. Is she she when I was really scared to do anything? Like I I still was learning the world. I just barely gone to the parliament of the world religion and realized everyone's separate, and it I was just really scared at this time. And she's like Nicole, move forward. She's like if you get if so, if something's presented to you, go do it. She's like don't think of your credit card, don't think of this, don't think of that, just do it. And I'm like, well, why? I didn't get it because I had mm-hmm. you have this structure and this way of doing things, and I chose to just act and go. And then I got invited to Washington D.C. I chose to just act and go. But if I wouldn't have done that, I still would have been in my mom and dad's room, healing quietly, trying to understand where I fit into the world and what was wrong with me. I still would have been there, yeah. but I didn't. I got up and I went and I hit the biggest city that probably doesn't understand energy work at all, Washington D.C. <laughs> You know, and I got invited with theologists and all this stuff. And I really got to discover that there's a whole new ideology or no, I don't like that word. I don't think that's the word I was trying to use. A whole new world. We'll just go ahead and go with a lot. like that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Total transformation there. Right. Yeah. So the next half we are going to talk about observing and how the stream of consciousness is is observing it's unconditional love that is what return to consciousness is we'll do a short meditation then also show you or I'll, I'll share some some ideas about how consciousness really making a decision or really having a choice you when you return to consciousness that's when that is available to you because when we make choices it's like we're making choices out of learned beliefs so what would it feel like to not have those that belief system that doesn't work anymore. So we'll be right back for the second half with the meditation and some more insight on choice. 
On the next Chicago Symphony Orchestra broadcast, Pablo Eras Casado conducts a program of Russian masterworks. We'll hear Tchaikovsky's colorful and evocative first symphony and Rachmaninoff's electrifying third piano concerto with soloist Simon Trepchesky. Next time with the CSO, I'm Lisa Simeone. The Chicago Symphony Orchestra, Tuesdays from 11 till 1 on Radio St. George 100.3. Steamroller copies, we're the one to help you till your work is done. Copiers for Sale, a division of Steamroller Copies, is who we use here at Radio Dixie for our copy machine. Not a branch, but locally owned and operated. Copiers for Sale at copiers the number four sale.com. On Wednesday, October 2nd, join the LEGO League team at the LEGO Robotics Gyro Sensor Clinic from 5.15 to 6.30 in the evening. This skill burden workshop is for first LEGO League team members. Two representatives from each team and a coach are invited to participate in this free clinic. Students will learn the tips and tricks to effectively utilize gyro sensors on their EV3 robots. This is Hannah with your Radio Dixie calendar for Wednesday, October 2nd. From 9.30 a.m. to 2 p.m., there is the Wellness Fair in the Gardner Plaza. From 5.30 to 6.30 p.m., there is a Planning Commission meeting at 111 North, 100 East. And from 6 to 7 p.m., there is Beginning Swing Dance in the Education Building, Room 126. And that's your calendar on Radio Dixie 91.3. Spanish Programming, weeknights from 6 to 7 and Saturdays from noon to 4 on Radio St. George 100.3 FM. You're listening to Radio St. George 100.3 FM. We now welcome you back to Return to Consciousness with your host, Nicole. Hello, hello, beautiful people. So the second half, we are going to do a meditation, as I, as I shared. And before that, I would really love to invite you to think of something that you've really, really wanted to do. Something that you, that you either has brought fear or, or you just haven't done it yet because there's all these excuses in the world. So, <laughs> yes. That excites me. Yes. And so what we're going to do is as we're, we're bringing the light in and bring that awareness, let's really discover you and how to bring about the manifestation of the life that you love, that you absolutely love. And these little things of visualization and using your emotions and, and really, really being one, discovering that trueness, that um, authentic self and being passionate about, about life really brings forth your greatest self. Yes. Oh, I got excited. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> you're waving at me. You're like, I need I to I have something to say. I'm like, okay, I choose you. <laughs> the last rose. Yes. That was fun. Okay. So. All right, so what we are going to, and I always speak we because we collectively do this together. We collectively bring the angels and the guides, creator, whatever that looks like to you, and we bring it into our room, into the awareness, into your hearts, and then we remember that everything you've ever sought out, anything you seek is already right within you, within that heart space. So I'm going to invite you to sit back, relax, we're going to remind you that energy has no time or distance. So whenever you're listening to this is the perfect timing for you. If you're driving, we ask you to pull over or, or, maybe, or maybe listen to it later. And so we'll have you sit back, relax, really visualize the one thing or several things, but what? What is it that your heart's desire and you think, hey, I should do that someday? Put that in your awareness. Bring that, bring that into your thought. As the white light is awakening with inside of your heart space, right in the middle of your chest, there's this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful white light. This is your soulful self. This is your true, authentic 
self. And as you are there, imagine a white light above your head moving down through the very center of your body. There's seven energy wheels inside of your body. They're energy centers that, when cleared and cleansed, will move your energy to every cell, to bone, to blood, and to every organ of your body. And as this light is moving down your body, down the core, out your legs, right into the heart core of Mother Earth. And there's a feeling, this wave of love, this wave of light, and a remembrance that your heartbeat beats the same resonance as the very core of Mother Earth. And as this energy is moving up, the crystalline caves, the dirt, the clay, and into the grass, moving up your feet, bringing you vitality, nutrients. And imagine this light just spinning and spinning and celebrating life with that white light that's emanating out of your heart. Each one of the wills in your body, the seven of them, are clearing and cleansing and remembering the very essence of your soul. And as this is happening, remember that one thing that you would love to do right now. Imagining moving into that space and be in that moment of that one thing. And this is where the manifestation of, of your desire of joy happens. It's by knowing your body being where you desire to be and bringing it into your now reality. As the light moves in harmony with the universe and the universe is listening and responding. As you're sitting in the stillness and really attracting that that you desire. Imagine your heart, the light, just like you're breathing 360 degrees in the universe. This energy is just moving in and out of you. It moves in, you're breathing in the harmony of the universe. And on the out breath, you're breathing out anything that doesn't serve you. This energy will move in a circle around you as you're connected to everything above, everything below. And that thing that you want or that, that, that perfect health, the, the, it can be anything your heart is desiring. Be with it as you have it now. Feel the vitality in your body from being connected to the earth. Feel the sunlight inside of the core of your body. Call back your power, your internal strength. Call it back through breath. And then you'll feel it move out to the front, to the back, to the left, to the right, above and below. And imagine tree trunks, a big tree trunk coming up your feet, really grounding you into this earth. Or think of sand or rocks, whatever creates you this amazing grounding feeling and feel the movement of joy that is just unconditional love and happiness in motion you don't have to think about it bring the joy of the moment of where you're at and what you get to do when you just act and go when you just just take that step to do what creates joy and as you open your eyes and you're really just 
excited to be here. <laughs> and I invite you to maybe write down when you guys when you guys go are doing these these exercises or practices, write down what that looked like for you. Write down how that felt, what that smelled like. Like there's so many different senses. Like we are taught five senses, right? I don't even know. In the general, your general, the like we're taught to, we have five senses. See, I was I died and came back, so my I have a lot. I all my senses are open, but five senses are basic, right? So, like, think about it. You have way more senses. You have these this this like sense of the the psychic abilities, the mediumships, the the you feel energies, you feel frequencies. But people, your, your consciousness stream is an energy. Is, it's another sense. You know, we were born with these. We were born awake to these, but we moved away from them because of life's um, um, incidences, life, our life's events, experiences have, have, have created you to first get that, that you have many more senses. And so these little five-minute meditations, exercises can awaken those pieces of you that have fell dormant and asleep. And they might seem kind of interesting. They might seem just nuts. But you know what? Try it. Try it for a give it give it a chance to to awaken these this piece of you that 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 you've desired. You're listening to this on purpose right now, and and it's it's because you're seeking and then you're knowing that there's something inside of you that that is bigger than that you've been taught because you are. You're a magnificent being. Like I always say, you are. You're created in a spark of light, unconditional love, and in greatness. And that's what we're sent here to be. We're sent here to be that. We just have forgotten that that we that that we have that expression and we can share it. How was your experience, April? It was good. Um I put the world in my heart and then I buried myself in not buried, but I just like got cuddled up with the dirt in the earth and so I don't think anything in on it I just went with the feeling of everything and I just I don't I'm not sure where all I went but it was good <laughs> but I, but you could interpret it as okay well you have the world or this amazing thing in your heart but then you bury it mm-hmm. so you have a choice like what are you going to do with that thing you put in your heart are you just going to lay on it bury it get stay comfortable or are you just going to get out and, you know, it's not that you have to prove yourself to other people. You just get to be you. And it's okay if other people don't like you or that thing in your heart. It's that you're following whatever it is in your heart. Mm-hmm. For me, I connected to several people that have um, are stuck in um, either heart. They're stuck in heart energy, meaning that broken hearts un settled hearts, confused hearts. And so I really, I was, I was um, feeling like I was cutting a lot of ties. So I'll just share what that looks like is when you have a pain in your heart, there is an actual thing called um, broken heart syndrome. And it's true. It it causes a gooeyness around the heart and it actually feels like a heart attack. And so what, when this happens for people that come in to see me, what we do is we picture, um, the white light, like we were expressing, is, is moving around your chest area. And then the heart itself, it's it's really play with it. But what I do is surround it with um, either a fire color or a, a red fire because it's really just burning those. It It is a tentacle. I, I can't remember what they call it, but it's it's looks like, kind of, sorry, snotty. And so, but in my, when I vision, I see them melting so that the heart can be free from, from that um, congestion. And then I've, I witness a water go around it because that like cools it off and then a green healing. And it's just like this beautiful light show. And then I then I'll move it out the back and then bring back in that person's light and it works. So right now, as this is happening and whoever wh- whoever this is, will I invite you to just swirl your heart? Imagine it just moving with this red and then blue and green. And it's just this cycle of your energy really it's a cycle of life because this is what happens inside of your body we're just teaching you how to access and use it to assist yourself in healing 
And so, and as, and as you just move out the stuff that doesn't serve you, you bring in your own light. You are born perfect. No matter what your structure system is, you were born with a perfect energetic system. And, um, so try that and, and, um, send blessings and healings to whoever that is. And I do five, I do feel five people, four people, sorry. So you can always text us or, or sorry, you can always email us energyhealingbydesign.com and in that we'll ask for just mm-hmm. comments. Go ahead and, and ask questions and, um, or you can leave it underneath the Facebook, but I know that's sometimes not easy for people. Um, wow. So we went from choices to consciousness to this, this streaming consciousness of what is choice really? And do we have choice because of the programming that we, that we get to go through every day? And that's fun. That's been a really interesting piece for me because when I watch people have um, uh, making choices, you bring it to their attention and they say, oh, that's from a belief system. That is not freedom of choice. But mm-hmm. you have a choice to question what you're thinking, question why you're mm-hmm. responding. It's like make that choice to ask yourself, why am I doing this? It doesn't mm-hmm. feel good. It doesn't feel good. And it does. don't blame anybody. Just, you know, it doesn't feel good. You know, you're like, okay, there has to be like this choice I'm making. And if I'm making an excuse to be okay to feel this way, it's in my programming. It's in somewhere where I learned this somewhere. Because in the consciousness, you observe, you love unconditionally, and you have choice now. Because you're not, you're not, you're not reacting out of any judgment. So that is the next step. That's going into the this next phase of evolution, I guess you can you might you might say, which I do say because that's that's what's happening. Yeah, evolving. I like that you say that about questions. I think that everyone should start asking yourself questions like why are you going to do this? Are you doing this for you? Are you doing it for someone else? Is it an old pattern that you want to stop? Is it a cycle? Mm-hmm. Like why do you keep doing this? Or why are you doing this? And I think our first to-go thing is is blaming it on someone else or blaming it on our childhood or blaming. I feel like that's just an automatic human response right now because mm-hmm. that's not a natural response for a human to do that. So that's not. Yeah. But our origin didn't does isn't isn't competitive and um, response respondatory. You know, it's not. So you get to now observe and you're like, okay, what is bringing in this? now like what Mm -hmm. I always I'll respond and I'll be like crap why did I do it oh sorry I'm gonna snap why did I why did I respond like that (laughs) you know and then I have to think about it and then you have to go play cleanup and you that's not fun I would I I I, that's why when I started choosing I'm gonna be more an observer and um keep my responses because in the response sometimes I have an opinion that's not even true because I haven't got the whole true story yet have you ever found yourself doing that Yes. You're like, I made a quick response with an opinion that I made a story about because I didn't even, I, it was open for speculation. And that is totally my fault. <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. That's like, you could just go back and say, like, I had a conversation today and I didn't realize the rest of the conversation. I was like, oh, I'm really sorry what I said in the beginning. I could see that that might have been offensive because I didn't know the whole story. Or like, my intentions aren't to hurt you or whatever. And she was like, no, I didn't take it personal at all. I'm like, well, thank you. Because you never know, like. Oh, that goes people, back to communication, though. People do do that. Like, um, I know that that someone somebody took a really long time to come and ask me a question of of like what I how 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 this person perceived what I was saying, and then later on they realized they're like, "Wow, you were not that kind of person at all." I'm sorry for taking you this way. And I'm like, "Well, why didn't you just ask me when it happened?" She's like, "Well, because I realized that I was wrong, and I didn't dare because I didn't want to feel stupid." Uh-huh. And I'm like. I didn't get that piece. I guess that maybe somebody else would have responded angrily or judgmental, but I was like, Oh no, I totally get I need a I needed to learn from her telling me that that sometimes I leave stuff open for speculation because I'll ask questions in a question and like because I don't really get it. So I'll make a comment with a question and it leaves that really open, you know, because most of the stuff I don't I'm relearning this whole entire world. But it's that being brave enough to ask that question. When you when you think you're offended or you offended somebody else. Oh, that's a choice too. Yeah, and how hard <laughs> is that? Really, though, how hard is that to go and 
and be accountable for that. It gets easy. It, Make yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. It gets really easy. At first, though. It's hard at first yeah. because you're like, oh, wow, I was the wrong one or I did this, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but it gets easy. And then it gets kind of fun because you're like, ooh, why did I think that? Why did I feel that? But the best thing is I would rather someone, if they're curious or they assume something or want to know something about me, I'd rather them just ask me. I don't even care what the question is. I'd rather them ask me because if you ask somebody else, they're not me, so you're going to hear their version of what mm-hmm. they think the answer is. When if you just ask the source, you're really going to get the real answer. And if they don't like the question you ask, that's on them, not on you. So, mm-hmm. And choices to, like, also judgment. Like, when some people are like... like Okay, when you're when you're sharing information and you're sharing, you're having these carrying on these conversations, and then all of a sudden you get new information, and so you change your mind about the first information. You know? Oh yeah. You clarify. That's okay. People do that. That's pieces of learning. Yes. That don't judge somebody for not knowing like the whole piece. And 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 I've watched teachers and things like that. They share what they know, and they'll you know like, hey, I heard this. This happened, and then the the big message will come through and you share it and then I'll say well that contradicts what you said Mm-mm, it doesn't it's 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 how you shift and learn by asking questions is that do you think maybe that's why people don't dare ask questions because it goes against like something they maybe said before they thought before and they're like oh no I think that it's more or less fear people are just okay. fearful of uh, just like asking what they really are curious about maybe I don't know I think it's more fear of asking. Maybe. Or, yeah, I don't, I guess, I, I, if I would not have asked questions. Or maybe they're just trying to start a conversation with someone about nothing, and so they're just talking about that. And they forgot what they said, and they're like, oh, no. I don't know. Like, small talk, but, no, but I, but you did say something when you were talking about um, the message and how the story kind of changes, but what we have to remember is things evolve. We evolve. Our learning evolves. So, you know, you met Nicole 10 years ago, that wasn't Nicole, you know, the same Nicole now. Or like if I'm teaching you something and then now I'm teaching that same thing, but now it's it's evolved. So maybe at that time in my life, that's what was working and that was my truth. Mm-hmm. But guess what? I evolved. I'm human. <laughs> so if you want to go around sharing this, that or the other, that's that maybe that 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 works. I don't know what it is you're sharing, you know, it depends. But my point is, our stories, us, we evolve. We're not meant to stay the same. So then people mm-hmm. around us get uncomfortable and they're like, whoa, I'm going to back up from this person because they're uncomfortable maybe getting outside of what they were comfortable or programmed with as well, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But we evolve. Our messages evolve. All of our gifts evolve. Yeah. Unless you bury them and stay stagnant, stuck, you know, running from it instead of Everyone is supposed to, it, it's just, that's, that's part, uh, energy is n- never not moving. Yeah. So you either go forward or you go backwards. And I always, cho- I choose to go forward. And when you, sometimes the, oh, choices, choices, choices. When you make choices and you're like, what did I do that for? It's when you're in that choice and maybe it wasn't the best yes. choice at that time. What I did, what, what I practiced is what through this experience what can I learn from it so I don't do it again I I, instead of like going oh man I'm just this horrible person and I and I made this decision and I made this choice and now my whole life is you know and it that's not true it's not that is not true that it will become true if you keep telling yourself if you choose to tell yourself that it will become true but the truth of evolution, the truth of existence is that energy is yours to create. You, by choices, a series of choices, create the reality around you. And that if you practice, when you practice, you will see a huge difference around you. And you know what? If you start moving away from people that don't fit what you understand or don't fit that energy anymore, then it's okay. That happens. Because if you're people that I'm working a lot with right now, since people are moving so fast, they'll something will happen and they'll try to go back and pull the people with you. They're not coming Mm -hmm. if they don't choose to. When they choose to, though, be ready for them because then they'll come back. You know, it's and if they're supposed to be in your life, they'll be. And if they're not, they won't. True. And so I think choices are very humbling, too. 
you think about it. Mm-hmm. I've had lots of choices that have humbled me fast. <laughs> yes. Other ones you're, not so fast. Yeah, but yeah, right. choices are humbling. I love that humbling moment. <laughs> right. And then we make that choice again. You're like, thank you for that humbleism. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah. And it get back up. You know, those, there's these healers right now that, that are, are we're working with a lot that feel like their gifts are going to be taken away if they make a wrong decision. And so mm-hmm. they're absolutely going out of their minds. That's not true. That's not true. You're here to also live life, not just heal and and um, be assistance to everybody. You need help too, so. And be kind to yourself, because when you do fall down, you're usually the meanest to yourself. Like, don't stay down. Get back up. Get back up. Do it fast. And your good deeds can never be taken away. So anybody that really knows you knows that you're a beautiful person. You are having a human experience, and the and and that. You are valued. Remember that to those healers. And we are so grateful for you to show up tonight, today, and we will see you next week at 4. Have a beautiful weekend. You've been listening to Return to Consciousness with your host, Nicole Ashton, creator of Energy Healing by Design, a world-renowned healer and luminary whose life-after-death experience has allowed her the gift of empowering people around the globe to heal and grow in their true authentic space. For audio and or video of this, go to Facebook or YouTube, Podbean or Spotify, and search Radio St. George or RadioStGeorge.com. We invite you back next Wednesday at 4 o'clock for Return to Consciousness with Nicole Ashton, on Radio St. George 100.3 FM.